Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. We're your hosts, Christina and Michelle. Today, Abby um, has some personal stuff to attend to, but we'll be here catching you up on all of the things that have been going on this week in the world of reality TV, giving out some reality TV awards, really, is what we what we've been doing. Uh, yeah, I feel like there have been good episodes this week. I pretty much liked everything, I think. That's good. I'm glad. Good. Then I'm really looking forward to talking to you about them today. Let's get started with Big <laughs> Brother. It was the big, big it was the big brother finale this week. Um I cannot believe it was been a hundred days. Oh my and like I was thinking, I'm like, how much longer is this than regular seasons? Other seasons are like 65 to 70 days it this was the oh, freaking wow. longest season yes so when they say it's the longest season ever though is it is it like the longest season ever are there ones in other countries like i know that no that i was- saw on twitter there's one like in that's 365 days in europe i don't even no know way yes <laughs> can you imagine a year of big brother how many people does it start with it has to have like 50 people in the house. You know, I don't know. The European Big Brothers are a little bit different. It's not like as much strategy as like it's more like public vote. So I don't I don't know what format this one's in. I have no idea. That is crazy. I know. Cuz 100 days I'm like this season has been on forever. Like we were in this summer when it started. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been a long time. Did you okay? So I think it's like pretty obvious here who the MVP of the episode was. I obviously thought that it was Jag. Yep, um, me too. I mean, yeah, winning part two and part three of the HOH, and obviously winning everything. Um, his speech was like not a speech but like when they were like questioning them he like did a much better job at answering their questions um and he was more cutthroat than matt was i gave matt my lvp for that reason um he was just like when in the very beginning when he's like uh yeah i don't think that there was a leader i think it was both of us and like really not taking credit for anything um is why matt got my lvp I know. I You know what I wondered? If Jag had answered that first, would he have answered that differently? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of was curious about that. But I think Matt, unfortunately, was in over his head. No matter what answers he gave, they weren't going to compare. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm I was. Who Do you know who were the two votes for Matt? Yes, it was Sari and Felicia. Okay. Which Saria, I kind of figured because they were they've mm-hmm. been super close the entire time. Felicia, I thought maybe could go either way, um, because she like she had moments with Jaguar where they were really close. And I think what maybe, I yeah, I think that she she appreciated the fact that Matt was. Like when she asked him about like if he if he really was going to evict Jag ever or if he ever even thought about it, he was like, "No, I was just telling you what I want to hear." I think she like respected that he like just said that. 
Yeah, I think so too. And I think Jag kind of burned a bridge with her because he, when he he was had the veto at Final Four, he kind of had a conversation with Felicia where he told her like, "I'm still considering what I'm gonna do, but I feel bonded to you. Like we have a bond over faith." And they they he kind of made it seem like he was gonna keep her. So mm-hmm. I wonder if that kind of burned a bridge too. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, Bowie did a lot better than I expected her to do. I was actually pretty impressed with her. I don't have like an MVP or anything for her, but I just, I also, I just <laughs> wanted to say that like, I actually like, I'm not mad that she made it to the final three, you know, like I think she actually played a pretty good game. I mean, she 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 did. I thought she did well too. So, um, I I actually had her for my LVP just because she didn't win HOH Part One, HOH Part Two, and then I think she maybe could have tried harder to get Jag to keep her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So that's kind of why I had her as LVP. Yeah, I can see that. Definitely. I mean, it makes sense. She did the worst out of the three of them, and she was on the bottom of that. Um, was it the Mafia Alliance? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can, I can, I can definitely see that being your LVP. Um, I just thought that Matt legit in in his questioning. You know, he didn't do a super great job. Um, if he would have done better, maybe he could have gotten more of the votes. Yeah, I agree. And you know what? I do think he did better when it came to doing his speech. Mm-hmm. Like I, that started off well. It kind of at the end was kind of bad, but it started off strong. <laughs> I am kind of thrown for a loop on the Matt and Riley stuff, considering she was gone week one. Even if she made it like week three or something, it's like okay, you spent like a few weeks like that's the same amount of time as like I don't know some shows film you know it's not like crazy I'm pretty sure like Temptation Island is three weeks like it's not insane to you know but it but like one week do you even because you left like heart q-tips like I'm so confused like why I don't know yeah, uh, they're trying to make that show me it's happen. I don't know if it's actually going to be a thing do you think that Matt and Riley are trying to make it happen or like do you think production really push this all along like maybe they want it to happen because of like the amazing race or the challenge or some other something else that they or like maybe even this big brother Christmas thing that's coming up reindeer games I think Riley's a good character to go on the challenge or amazing race or any of those shows but she was evicted so early that they had to do something to make people remember her yeah yeah I can totally see that that's yeah um have you heard anything post-show about like Blue and Jared or America and Corey or like any of these I guess three couples plans I haven't really looked much into it honestly I saw the pictures of America and Corey together I don't know about Riley and Matt because I saw pictures of them there, but they weren't always like next to each other in the pictures. So I don't know. And then I think Jared, I read that Jared said he wants to 
try to make it work with blue. So those that's the only things I heard. Interesting. I don't think any of them are going to last, I have to say, but um I was I was most interested to know what was going to happen with Jared and Blue since there were like rumors about him getting back with his ex or whatever. I know. So, I don't know. I know I don't know about what happened with the ex, so. Hmm. Did you have any quotes for this week? I just put my quote as Jag's speech cuz I thought he did a really good job i saw people complaining it was too cocky or whatever but i thought it was exactly what he needed to do so that's what i put um that's a really good one the speeches were good um i i actually didn't do anything from finale night for quotes but i did have a couple that were on the earlier episodes this week jag says he thinks this was just a game of luck and i beat him fair and square or not so fair and square when he was talking about Guessing the number with Bowie. I don't even know what you're talking about. What do you mean guessing the number? So for who was going to be the person that she put on the block with Felicia. Oh, yes. Okay. Yep. Because that was also this week. Felicia was here for part of the week, you know? Yeah, was. Yes. Um, And then Sari... Uh, she said, I would give Jag the same congratulations if he wasn't playing against two senior citizens, one airhead and one idiot. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was so good. Yeah. So those were those were mine from from pre-finale night. Yeah, those are great. Um, Yeah, I was very happy Jag won. I've been rooting for him the whole season. Uh, I won the challenge mania pool. So yeah, that's awesome. So what do you get? I think I get VIP tickets to an event. So I don't know which one I can pick. So we'll see. Oh, that's, that's fun. Do you have any in mind that you want to go to? There's a New York city one soon, which is easy for me, but I know it's like a limited space because it's at city winery or whatever. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm coughing. And there's also Philly. Um, okay, so I guess besides that, do you have any other final thoughts on Big Brother before we move on? I thought it was a good season overall. Yeah, I thought it was a decent season. Um, I prefer Big Brother during the summer. I mean, I think, (laughs) um, there are just a lot of shows this fall, so I think that for me, it just like kind of fell under a little bit because of that. But I do think it was a good season overall if it if I am just looking at, you know, like the season of Big Brother. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think it was like Twitter was super toxic for no reason. Mm-hmm. And I think it had a lot to do with like America and Corey fans for Suri fans. It just was like and no one was bad. So I didn't understand why I got so toxic. Yeah, I have stayed out of Big Brother Twitter a lot. This, I don't know, Big Brother Updates is really who I followed. And when they stopped, um, I followed a couple (laughs) of accounts, but I just. That's so funny. I love that account. It, (laughs) me too. But yeah, it just wasn't the same. So I just, um, I don't know. I didn't keep up with live feeds like I have in the past. Yeah, I can see that. 
Okay, so moving on to the double episode of the challenge. Two and a half hours of the challenge. Um, first, let's talk about why, why we had two and a half episodes of the challenge. I don't know, because the ratings suck, right? Is that why? Yeah. 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 It's because the ratings suck, and they, like, really didn't give a shit about if they had two back-to-back episodes or not because they needed to get to the vets because now the vets come in next week which is so funny because it's like literally they're going to be there for an elimination they're going to be there on our screens for like 10 minutes yeah i mean i was thinking actually even as i was watching these episodes i think it would have been smarter to make the vets stay overnight in the house or something you know what i mean yeah that's actually a really good idea like, kind of like how they're doing on House of Villains, where, like, oh, Abby Lee Miller came in. Like, have them come to the house. Yeah. And, like, because these people would stir it up. Because they like, would Laurel not doesn't like some of them. Like, there, there could have been drama. Mm-hmm. And not only, like, stir it up, but also it would be better so, so that they weren't just, like, picking random people to go against an elimination. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I'm interested to see how that plays out. I don't get that at all. So they draw swords, I think. So I think my understanding is that they still, the house will like vote in. There's three swords. So I think the house will vote in one person and either they'll call somebody out or the house will vote in two people. And, and then there is a third sword that is champ's choice. And so the champ pulls a sword and they have to go against like the person or whatever. Uh, I see. Bringing back the swords. So your, did, did you, okay. So like, did you break it up into episode three and episode four? Or did you just do it together? I actually did it that way. What about you? I broke it up. Me too. I did too. Okay. So episode three um you know I'm just like all about the points <laughs> so so I'll break it up into yeah no I think I think I think the way it was edited there was credits at the end of episode three so we should do it so I gave my MVP to Raven for episode three I did too absolutely um I think that she really overcame a lot i hope she can get in the back back into like the good graces of um her alliance after the chauncey stuff that happened the prior week um and obviously she just like did a really good job in her elimination so Um, i and i had a good attitude about it too i really i liked her yeah Mm -hmm. and just like i don't know the fact that i she, like, at one point, I think she said something about, like, oh, I don't know how to play this game, clearly, or something, and she's just, I don't know, she just has a, you're, like, what you said about having just such a good attitude. Um, I gave my LVP to Jay, though. For, oh, wow. For being all jealous. Over Calvin and Michelle? Yeah, and he's like, you can't trust him. He's the top. He's the top guy. He's the top. Callum is not the top guy. Callum has played, like, two weeks of the challenge. Let's be real here. The UK yeah. challenge is two weeks long. Like, Callum is not the top guy. Yeah. I don't know. I think 
I, I gotta say, I don't think Michelle is very trustworthy, even to maybe to Jay. Maybe he's scared he, he's gonna get cut for Callum. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I gave it to to Jay because I don't I don't think he was trying to protect her. I think he was being jealous. <laughs> yeah, I could see that too. And I can't like they keep talking about when did they date? I don't remember. Um Jay and Michelle dated like post both of them on Survivor. All right. Well, I don't even remember that. Um, I gave my LVP to Berna for the whole fiasco about bullying. I can't hear that word again on reality TV. It's so stupid. I and it's side eyeing and eye rolling. <laughs> I know. <laughs> God, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That was that was a good choice for sure. Uh, I couldn't give it to Huhui because I love her, even though she lost. I thought she was wonderful. No, and she was so like gracious in the moments. You can't give it to Huhui. No. No. And I honestly like. I don't want to give it to Melissa either. I would almost rather give Melissa my MVP than my LVP. Right. So. For what about your you have a quote? Of course. Um, what was your quote? I don't, uh, the only one I had, I didn't write down the begun, beginning of it, but I liked when Ed said, he like basically the gist of it is he has a regular job. He's not an influencer when he was doing the math problems. Okay. Um, so Melissa had one uh, when she said, I love how smart Kylan actually is. Kylan is like a math magician. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. I, it was like Nelson vibes. And then I had one from Jay and he said, yes, I get to go do math. I'm so excited. Yeah, right. Said no one ever. Or like, yeah. Well, then I, didn't, I didn't get that. Why did he volunteer to go do it if he wasn't feeling confident about it? I think he was probably just like one of the ones that was smarter. Oh, okay better at it um michelle when she was talking when in that conversation with with jay when she said when she was talking about um callum she said well i do love a leader (laughs) yeah that was funny and then jay he says "Corey, bro you are kind of making your bed right now. Let the girls do whatever they want to do because if you piss off 10 girls, that's like piss- pissing off an army of Spartans. Yeah, that was good too. That was a good one. Um, And then Corey says, no one wants to play the challenge. Everyone's burning and nobody cares. Which comes to be very ironic because of the next episode. Right. I have to say, I usually am hating on Michelle, but I thought she did a good job in the challenge telling the cars where to go. Yeah, I feel like that was like a really good um, look for her, like thing for her to do. Yeah, she did a very good job. I thought that was excellent. 
So moving on to episode four, then my MVP was obviously, or maybe not so obviously, but I, I it was Big T. Oh, that's a good one. I didn't pick her, but that's a good one. Who was yours? I picked Ed because he went back to help Narice, and I just thought he was funny, and he's coming off really well this season. So, I agree. I actually gave him an honorable mention because I didn't realize that he. We've now seen how smart he is. We have seen that he's really good at swimming. We've seen that he's super strong. He has a decent social game. I actually, Ed is impressing me. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's not, he's not a bad character. No, I like him this season a lot. And my LVP was unfortunately Huey. Yeah, I don't know. I was, like, torn. I gave it to Narice because she was the only person who couldn't dive down and get the puzzle piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really didn't want to give it to Huey, but I, I can see why you chose Narice, too. It was it was one of those that it was... Everybody did try um, as hard as they could, I think. Yeah, no, she did, a, she did, she did not give up until, like, they were running out of time, and then she had someone else help her, but mm-hmm. I... It was a hard LVP to pick. Yeah, I agree. I had quite a few quotes again this episode. Um, did you have any quotes? Well, I guess before we do quotes, I want to know, why is this whole episode about we're having a party, be yourself, it's pride, and then we're targeting Huey and Corey as the weakest guys? Like, I didn't like that. Oh, that's so, I never even made that correlation um, about, like, Pride and all that being the same episode. That's crazy. But also, like, whoever says Corey is the weakest guy is out of their mind. He is not the weakest guy at all. No, I know. But it's, like, kind of, like, put, like, if you're going to have this party and say, oh, we, Pride, everyone's equal, blah, 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 then you're turning around and you're saying Huey's the weakest guy. It's kind of fucked up. I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in the official challenge podcast, Huey actually talked about it a little bit more, and he said that it was Zara that was saying, like, Huey doesn't deserve to be here because he doesn't go to the gym, and Huey is like, well, I don't think that Zara deserves to be here because she's boring, basically. Oh, my God. (laughs) So. It's kind of true. It's been kind of boring so far, I have to say. I did have a couple of my quotes, though, this episode. I think this is the first episode that we've really seen anything from her. Um, Yeah. So I did give her a couple of my quotes. I gave her one that said, the fact that Corey told me that he liked me and wouldn't say my name and then was just trying to get everyone to say my name is a bit snaky. Uh, Is snaky, you're a fucking snake. Yeah. Right. And then her other one was, she said, I'm Pisces. I'm a fish. I can swim. Look at these shoulders. Have you seen them? I look like a coat hanger and the coat hangers float. So bring it on. (laughs) I never noticed that about her, but she does have like good broad shoulders. That's true. I can't believe that she compared herself to a coat hanger. I thought it was hilarious. That's really funny. And then Narice, she had, I think, the best line of the 
the um, episode goes to Nerese, and that was when she says, but I do have my scuba Nelly necklace with me, so hopefully this will be my good luck charm when Nelson is, like, known for not swimming well. I know. Oh, I know. That's wrong, right? <laughs> That's so funny. Um, I really have a good quote. The only one I had was I, I the whole episode I was like waiting 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 to write something and nothing came so at the end I guess I just kind of picked something but it was when Callum said about Huey he's socially aware and socially in tune but he never socially saw this one coming when they were talking about uh, voting in Huey that's a good one <coughs> um I had one more from Corey he says Zara C sees me as untrustworthy as a snake and i am some of those things some of the time <laughs> yeah that one's the other one that kind of stood out to me too that's good and then my moment of the episode i did have a moment um which was big t coming out yeah that was really nice i agree do you have and any final thoughts on uh, what I love that everyone supported her. Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. I I think that um, Melissa said that maybe some people weren't as supportive as it may have seemed on TV. But um, I haven't listened to their podcast at all. I haven't watched But I do intend to listen to that episode because I think that they spill some tea. Oh. I want to know who they're talking about. Yeah. So I'll I'll listen and I'll let you know. I thought there was one point at the party where Corey like looked at her and gave her a nice hug. And I was like, you know what? That's really nice because he's kind of against her game wise, but he was still being super supportive of her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he's like also like kind of fake to her at this point, though, because I know that <laughs> we saw in like the, the super teaser for the season that yeah. eventually he says I've been lying to Melissa and Big T this whole time. So I think he's playing both sides with them. So maybe, you know, like, yeah, he's being supportive of her, but it's also like part of his game. Yeah, true. We had a very interesting episode of Survivor this week. I really enjoyed this episode in the two different um, tribal councils. Oh, got eviction oh my god i have big brother in my head yes tribal council so my mvp was obviously d because she just really blew away that physical competition and i was just super impressed with her um i was impressed with kelly too but um d really was the one that um i mean she held on the longest uh, yeah, I gave mine to D, but I also gave honorable mention to Kelly because I thought she did really well too. I like Ke Kelly's probably my favorite actually so far this season. Yeah. Yeah, she's I like her a lot too. She's on my team. Is she on your team? Um, I don't know. Actually, I don't think she is. I feel like I have actually a really good team. Oh, and also I will say too that 
um the girl i work with madison she's up to second place so i'm super proud of her oh my god she exceeded her dream that's yeah, amazing she did. that's great yeah so she's excited i'm excited for her um on a little bit different note though the lvp of the episode for me was sifu um he seems very unaware in his little speech when he's like, um, well, I feel like I'm in the bottom because I know I'm a threat. I was like, mm, okay, well. Yeah, he didn't get a good edit. At, I mean, I don't know if that's how he was or it was the edit, but they didn't portray him very well, you know? Yeah, he was like kind of like a like an off to, off to the side person. Yeah, I kind of knew he was going home because I was even I was texting Dylan during the episode. I'm like, He's not making it past tonight. There's not a chance. Is that who you gave your LVP to then? Yes, it was. I was so sad to see Caleb go. He was one of my favorites this season. I will miss him dearly. I know. He was one of my favorites, but I think he'll he's a good character, so he'll be back for something for sure. I can see him on the challenge. I know, me too. I think so too. I think he'll definitely be on the challenge CBS for sure. Yeah, he was a really good character. He had a quote for me this episode too. He said, every moment I'm on the beach with Bruce, it's apparent to me that he's only played the game for about 14 hours before coming here. And I thought that was really funny because I actually like previously had given um katura a quote for saying that bruce had only been there for 12 hours so i know <laughs> they're both on the same page so i i gave him a quote for it i, I keep wa- i keep wanting to give bruce my lvp but he keeps like i don't know sticking around and somehow making it through so i haven't he's got to be the one that goes next week right i don't know he keeps cutting just cutting through i don't know um but yeah, he gets to her at first. Yeah, it, it could like because it could be her too. I don't know. I have no idea who's gonna go next because I feel like also they're giving like Austin a weird edit. Um, like I almost thought I Austin love Austin, was going, so I hope not. I almost thought he was going home. Yeah, the way we're editing it, I'm like, why is Austin getting this weird edit? I don't know. So. I'm like, but now he has an idol. He has another idol if he gets rid of Kelly. So I think he's okay for a while. But for some reason, this last time, I'm like, they're not giving him a great edit this episode either. I love Katura. I gave her another quote. Um, She says, I can be having the best day of my life and the thorn in my thumb, as usual, is Bruce. I'm like, oh, man, you're trying to isolate from that one anonymous vote. Not only are you annoying, you are a serious liability. Oh my god, I'm so glad that was your quote because I wrote that down and I was like 99% sure that was Katara, but then I didn't write down who it was by because I was like, maybe it was Caleb. Okay, that was my quote as well. Not only are you annoying, but you're a serious liability. That's what I wrote down. I, yeah, so I, I hope that she wins the, like, I hope Bruce goes before her. I hope she wins the feud. I know. I hope so, too. <laughs> I hope she makes it to the end. I like her a lot. See, I feel like I will be super bummed if Bruce rallies the troops against her, but I also feel like 
if he does, then it's like kind of a good villain edit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so of these three shows, we had the Big Brother finale. We're about um halfway-ish into Survivor. We're at what I assume to be the beginning of the challenge. I guess I should have ended with, and I didn't even say that the champs are coming in next week. So, or I guess I started with that. So, um, which one of these are you enjoying the most? Did you enjoy the most? Um, I, I definitely enjoyed Big Brother the most because, like, my two favorite people made it almost to the very end, Jag and Felicia, and that, like, never happens. I usually hate everybody at the end. So I enjoyed Big Brother the most. I still like Survivor a lot, so that would be second. And then the challenge is just having a slow start for me, so that's probably third. I think that I'm enjoying Survivor the most this season so far. Um, it I really so, it's good. It's really good. I'm really, really liking this season. And then I would say um, the challenge, even though I agree it is definitely having um, a slow start, I do see some characters starting to develop. Um, and another thing that we didn't even touch on is the Mariah Banana situation. Oh, yeah, um, we should talk about that. Because I feel like it was like people were defending bananas. I don't know. Why? I don't get that. Um. Devin did defend bananas on the yeah what is she what is she doing I don't get that I don't I don't know I don't know I mean I think she's friends with him and that's why and obviously we see like Tori I, come in and kind of say I, similar but I don't think Maurice gave her great advice um because I think I don't know, like situations and relationships and everything, you know, like they're different for, for everybody. Um, so I don't think it's really fair for Norris to just kind of like define it one way, like, oh, well, you're not like official. So whatever, because like, clearly, like if she wasn't feeling guilty, like if she did absolutely a hundred percent, nothing wrong, then she wouldn't be have that like feeling she wouldn't be crying so like clearly it was like more serious than she was letting on but at the same time that is the position that you're putting yourself in if you choose to be in situations like that if they're not exclusive what was he doing while she was on the challenge? I'm sure he wasn't just sitting at home. Like, I don't get, I don't get. So that. another thing that I, I heard on the official challenge podcast was um, Huey. He said that um, after he got eliminated, Bananas like messaged him and was like, hey, like, I heard you got eliminated. Is Mariah being a good girl? But I think it's, like, always been apparent from day one that, that Bananas has always been into Mariah more than Mariah has been into Bananas. So, yeah, I, mean. I think that because of that, potentially, I don't know. Um, 
I think he was hurt in this situation. You know, and I think if she's I- leaving for that long, you need to have a conversation of, are we together? Are we not? If we're not, do it. Like, it yeah. seems confusing to me that they didn't have an understanding, you know? Well, what's weird is that I think that they kind of maybe had some, I think that maybe is why she feels guilty. I I don't know this for a fact, but like, based on the fact that in the episode zero, episode he's like literally in her intro and like you can't tell me like she didn't know that he was coming on as a champ because he was supposed to come on as a champ and he backed out of being a champ and that's that's so lame come on eliminations because of the mariah situation so clearly he was like super upset about it like didn't want it to be on tv didn't want it to be be embarrassed by it like whatever so i don't know yeah, I think that's lame. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's totally not. Yeah. It's not good TV. He should have gone and picked James and sent him home. That's what he should have done. That See? Now that would have been good. That would have made this season worth watching. But chances are they would have made it, rigged it so that James won. Yeah, maybe. And Bananas wanted no part of that. Yeah. The nation, won the girl. <laughs> yep. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I'm glad, you know what, I'm glad Mariah, do whatever you want to do. That's not your boyfriend. Who cares? Yeah. I don't think it's that big of a deal. How many, how many times that... has she cheated on someone on the show? Who cares? Like, how do yes. we feel bad for him? I don't get it. Okay, so I sent you and 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 Abby this. I don't know if you ever watched it, but did you watch that that song she wrote about him? No, I didn't. I was I was hoping you were gonna send the lyrics because I didn't watch it. No. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, no, but she basically she like says like, um, like to get a story straight. Like you know, like it's it. We said it was casual, and now I'm your girlfriend. Or and and then one point she says like. Um, literal what it's very literal yeah like very clearly about him and Mm -hmm. she and she like says like stuff about um like well what did you do before me like how how are you like ridiculing me when like you cheated on everybody else basically and yeah exactly and he would have done it to her too so come on yeah but you should yeah take the couple minutes to listen to that because she like really does like dig into him good for her now are she she and james dating now or it's like they're too far they live too far away they probably can't i have no idea okay no idea okay Okay. so i know you haven't watched bachelor in paradise or golden bachelor at all but i am going to touch on those just a little bit I gave, is Golden Bachelor, Bachelor over? Is, did I understand that? One more episode. Oh, okay. So, um, there's one more episode of Golden Bachelor, and then the Bachelor in Paradise finale will be, I believe it's the first or second week of December. So, okay. right around the corner, too. Um, But I gave my MVP to Aaron and Eliza because they, after Charity came down and she talked to Eliza about um the Aaron rumors and then Aaron talked to Charity and everything was seemed pretty well smoothed over between like 
the three of them and everything that had happened. And I think they're back on track. And I think that Aaron and Eliza are the couple that are like the most likely to make it at this point. So I gave them my MVPs. Um, and then uh, it's a good thing Abby's not here because she'd be mad at me for giving Olivia my LVP because Olivia should have gotten eliminated this episode, but she didn't because Brayden also was in a not so great situation after Becca left and um, ended up giving Olivia his rose, which was pretty obvious since they'd both been there since the beginning and he didn't have a connection with either of the other two girls. Um and I'm so I'm so confused because isn't what came out of the show that Rachel and Brayden are dating? So Rachel and Brayden went on a break or went on a date, and then he was some other girl came in. Becca, she came in and she asked him on a date, and while um all of that was happening, and he was on this date, then um. Rachel starts talking to um, Tanner. And so Tanner ends up giving his rose to Rachel. And so um, I don't know, I guess, like what ends up happening with Rachel and Brayden. But I guess, I mean, mean, maybe they get together after the show. I'm not really sure. But Yeah. um, yeah. Okay. And then, um, so yeah, so I gave Olivia my, my LVP because she got a sympathy rose, but she's still there. So Abby can give her some points when she's back, I guess. Good. Um, but yeah, so then I had three different quotes this episode. Kat says, I just feel like I had a shitty birthday and I deserve to be made out with the next day because it's basically still my birthday this whole week. (laughs) (laughs) that's good she's a good tv character huh she really is i mean a lot of people like really hate her but i i just love a good a good tv person and i yeah yeah, she had another one too where she said we were sad girl summer but now we're hot girl summer and we're about to maybe finally make out with some tongue (laughs) (laughs) good and then Rachel, she has this, like, okay, so we get to the rose ceremony, and she's wearing this black dress, and she goes, it's like every time I wear a black dress, I get dumped, but there's nothing I can do. When I put this on, I was like, I don't think, um, I didn't want to think too far into it, but it all works out in the end, so that's why I feel like wearing a black dress again for a rose ceremony, <laughs> but she didn't go home for the first time. But it was just funny because it was like a conscious thing that she was like, should I wear the black dress? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm really, I'm really liking some of the couples that are on Paradise and Kat winning over John Henry so that um, Olivia was barely left to give the sympathy rose by Brayden. Um I I just I I I like Kat and John Henry. I think that she brings out um actual personality with him. Like we have not seen personality from him. This dude is so shy. He was literally shaking the first day. Like oh. 
Yeah. So, but Kat is so outgoing. I feel like he like feels comfortable. I mean, not that Olivia is not, but Kat just brings out a different side of him. I'm liking John Henry more because of her. Oh, Abby would be so mad at me right now. Oh, well. <laughs> he was on charity season, right? That guy? I remember his name. Yep. Yeah. And then in the Golden Bachelor, it was um, the woman tell all. And we also saw the <laughs> very end of the like final three elimination. So we saw okay. the home, and it was Faith <laughs> that was eliminated. And she um, was like really, really emotional about it. She was like crying while watching. And then when she's talking to Gary, like she's, she's, crying and and um I mean all of the women obviously like they portrayed themselves so well I didn't even have an LVP this episode because what am I supposed to do give it to Faith no absolutely not she actually got an MVP honorable mention so um and none of the women were like catty and and like even like Kathy like the woman who was like zip it zip it you know like she um owned up to it and and it was it was good and so there nobody in my opinion they were all very classy um and nobody deserved an lbp at all so i i didn't and so i i gave um i mean maybe patty james i don't know i'm still not giving it to her but um i just am like every week i crack up at the difference of the names from bachelor in paradise tanner and brayden and now we're on patty james <laughs> Well, Funny. Patty James. Okay, so the the reason why I say her last name is because it's it's Matt James, the Bachelor's mom. She was since it was oh, women tell all. She was that. back. She got eliminated night one, so she hasn't really, you know. But she like literally said like zero words the entire time. So like that's why I said like maybe I could give her the LVP, but I'm not going to because it's probably just editing. First of all, and second of all, because I gave her a best dress because holy cow, did she look like she was wearing like a dress that somebody in their like 30s would wear and she just knocked it out of the park she, oh that's awesome so um and with faith i also gave a, a mvp honorable mention to joan as well because i think that that joan really got a bachelorette edit honestly and um if it's either going to be if they do a golden bachelorette it's going to be joan or faith um and i i full-heartedly believe that um both of them are they got great edits at the women tell all and i gave my mvp to ellen because she talked about her friend who passed away before she got to see the episode air and it was just like a really 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 touching story and then they brought out um, her friend Roberta's daughter, and it was just, like, such a touching moment. Um, she just came off so well in that moment. I just, I couldn't not give my, my MVP to Ellen. Hmm. So, do you think he picks someone and they get engaged? I, I mean, I think you pick someone. I think it's possible that they get engaged. Okay. Um... Okay, so 
yeah, I, I think it's possible that they get engaged. There's two left. We have Teresa and we have Leslie, and I think he is in love with both of them. So it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens. And um, I did see yesterday on Hulu that The Golden Bachelor is the number one show on Hulu. So oh my, going to be more seasons of this for sure. Wow. Yeah, because it's not just like people that are my age and younger that are watching it. You know, like people that are. 60 70 years old are tuning in because it's people are their age it's cool you know it's it's fun to see them get that second chance at love if my mother-in-law before she passed away every time i saw her she'd be like did you watch the bachelor did you watch the bachelorette like i think the show like older people like the regular version of the show too so i'm not surprised that they finally actually did the golden bachelor i'm not surprised that it's doing so well because i think that age group likes the show a lot yeah i think they really i think they really do it's in and and even i think it was apparent too like earlier in the season when trista came in and she hosted a date um i think there were only two of the girls that didn't know who she was as the first bachelorette so yeah right maybe they don't watch like now they're not watching paradise i mean obviously because golden bachelor has like twice as many viewers as paradise does (laughs) but it's interesting it's bringing into two demographics and i i i like it a lot another um dating show that i like a lot i think my favorite dating show is fboy island um this this episode i gave my mvp to christian i think every time he has a date it's like impossible for me to not give my mvp to him He's by far the um, nicest guy there and that like actually has a chance of, of winning this thing. Um, I mean, not only that, but he's just, he's just such a great, great, great guy comes off as such a great guy. I, I just, I mean, yeah, he's great. So I gave my MVP to Christian again and I gave my LVP to Keith because, um, of starting that drama, even though I know that, okay, so basically what happens is um, EJ tells Keith that um, Mercedes said that why would they pick Hallie? There's so many other, when there are so many other women for from New York, like she's not good enough, basically. Yeah. And so then Keith goes and tells um Hallie that that's being said about her and she's like he did will come to find out EJ just like lied about it and so maybe I should be giving him an LVP for like starting that but the thing is is that like he planned it he plotted for that to happen and it worked and so because of that um I'm giving Keith the LVP instead because he totally fell for it like hook line and sinker and then I gave an LVP honorable mention to um, Jared. And I know that, like, I guess there's not fantasy anyways. So points-wise, it doesn't matter. They kind of negate each other. But I gave it to Jared for the quote that I have as my quote of the episode, where he says, Danielle is boring. Christian is boring. They can just go be boring together. <laughs> but also, like, he sucks. So... But um, I know you said you didn't watch this episode, 
but I would recommend it because it's the douche tank episode and it was funny. I do think I'm going to get caught up. It's the freaking two episodes that aired in a week. I got behind and there was no way I was going to catch up before. Oh, today. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll catch up. I'm three behind. But now Big Brother's off, so I, I'll have more time. Oh, my gosh. What are you going to do with your three hours a week? I don't know. It's a good question. Well, this episode... um. Danny gets eliminated. He's a nice guy. Keith gets eliminated. He's an F boy. And Keem gets el- eliminated. And he's also an F boy. Um, so good for Katie and and Hallie for eliminating a couple F boys. I was surprised that Keith was an F boy. Which one was Keith? Can you remind me? Um, he is kind of like acted like nerdy-ish and he had he's just like taller with like um like dirty blonde hair i don't know um see i don't know how to explain it i don't know he's the one like when i guess you haven't you probably wouldn't know him because he went on a date with um hallie a couple weeks ago and me and abby were both like where did he come from (laughs) okay Oh, I just pulled up his picture. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> he's an opera singer. I have no idea who he is. Yeah, okay. well, apparently he's an F boy. Oh, and okay. he warns everybody about Mercedes on his way out. Okay. But, yeah, this was a fun episode. I love the the dunk dink. I didn't like the F Mary Ghost. So they did, like, F Mary Ghost for Keem and EJ. And, um... For Keem, um, he was like, he's like, well, the only option I would consider is marrying Katie. And, like, Nikki makes him answer. And so he says, F Hallie. And um, they dumped him because they were like, um, well, based on your social media, like, you and your brother are okay with, like, going for the same girls and whatever. And so um, they didn't like that answer that. And so, because of that, then they asked EJ the very same question, the next one, and he, like, answers it right. Or, like, the way he says that he would marry Hallie, ghost Katie, because she's dating his brother. And, I don't know, it was just silly. But Katie was pissed at Vince because um, he didn't know the name of her cat. And, I don't know, it was just a funny, just funny. It was just funny. I watched um, some of Selling Sunset and Nikki Glaser's on it looking for a house with Chriselle. Oh. She was really funny on it. I guess she has a boyfriend. She's like, oh, looking for like a two-bedroom house for her and her boyfriend. It was funny. She was good. Interesting. So the last show we have to talk about is House of Villains. Oh, my God. It's my favorite, I have to say. Okay. So good. I really like this show too. I mean, obviously, like there's like a million lines that are just great. You saved the best for last. This episode had me rolling. I was dying. It was so funny. Okay, so who was your MVP? Um, all right. And I just trash talked him, but I think bananas has to be the MVP. He talks his way out of going up and for elimination. 
That's a really good one. I actually gave it to Omarosa for being behind and then winning um, somehow. Um, oh, my God. That was hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. Shake celebrating, threatening people, and then he ne- didn't even actually win because he never opened the box. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's an idiot. Um, And uh, conversely <laughs> to you, though, I gave Bananas an LVP honorable mention because... Oh. He won that challenge and he didn't win that. He threw it for why everybody he's going to be a target no matter what. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. I didn't really didn't understand that actually. So I don't know. Um, and then obviously my health VP was shake because holy cow, was he bad this episode? Oh my god, he is a good, another good reality TV character. I was, he had me cracking up. I was dying. One of his like, lines I gave my quote to. I gave two quotes this episode. One of them was to Shake when he said, I was I was supposed to winning and right now I'm on thin ice. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was really funny. And then Johnny Fairplay, um after the sushi or whatever, he says, Thanks for the sushi, go fuck yourself. Yep. Johnny was not happy. Fairplay was not happy with uh, being considered yeah yeah um where's my note of who i gave i can't remember oh i gave lvp to shake too and my quote oh my god i had so many quotes but I, the only one i wrote down there were so many funny things in this episode the only one i wrote down is when tanisha said the last time i was this confused was when i stepped on the scale i was fucking rolling <laughs> Oh my gosh, in her speech at the end, I, I didn't write it down because it was so long. But like it the was whole cool. thing, she was just going was so off. Good. Yeah, she turned it on. She was so funny. Now, was, oh, so good. this is going to paint a target on Omarosa's back going forward? Or do you think She's that... done. Oh, Omarosa's done after this. Okay, so I think the only reason she might not be is because she saved Bananas, and Bananas can win all of these. I know, but Bananas is friends with Tanisha and Corinne and Fairplay. I think he's going to have everyone kind of be like, oh, Omarosa's a liability. She's got to go. I don't think he wants to give Omarosa another chance to put him up. I hope not. I really hope not. And I really hope that Corinne doesn't go home. I what I was thinking about it today. The two girls got to team up and just make sure Shake does not win whatever the competition is. Then they're golden. Yeah, they got to team up. I don't and I don't know what it, I don't remember from the preview if we saw what it was, but hopefully it's something they can win or they can kind of work together on. I I hope so too. I I honestly I didn't watch the preview for next time, so I'm not sure um what to expect on that but I just really hope Corinne doesn't go home I I like her a lot I think she's funny and everybody thinks she's so weak and whenever she does she just like blows up at them and it's like not even like people like don't even like flinch because they're all villains and it's just so funny to me because coming from like the bachelor universe I mean she couldn't talk to anybody like that they would freak out she was cracking me up in her fight with shake at her, shake is so fun i don't almost don't want shake to go home because he is so funny like i'm laughing at him i'm not laughing with him but it is so funny to me 
I'm okay. I mean, with the no. people who are left, just, I'm okay with right. Shane going home. Um, yeah, I'd rather have I think I think sadly I'd rather Corinne go, but I'm okay with Shake going too. <laughs> yeah, I would rather. I I don't want Tanisha to go home. She's hilarious, and it it's like bound to be like more blow ups with her and Amorosa now. Um, I was cracking up like when Tanisha was t- like just like tearing Omarosa apart. I think Omarosa at one part, point was like, don't talk about it. I don't want to hear about it. And then Tanisha's like, well, I'll show you then. And I was like, wow, she's so good. <laughs> I don't know. She was really good. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's great. I, I haven't seen her on Bad Girls Club. So, I, I mean, I've never seen that show. So, I, I haven't seen her before. But, wow, she's really bringing it. i thoroughly enjoying her. And Johnny Fairplay too, for that matter. I think they this cast is just great. And Bobby, oh my gosh, I Bobby can't go home. He's like the funniest person on this show. I know. I'm glad that they bring people back. I don't see how this is like ten or twelve episodes or whatever it is, but I guess. All right. Well, do you have any final thoughts about any of these shows before we wrap up here? No, I think we covered a lot, which was good. Yeah. And next week we will have um, no more Big Brother to talk about. And we will have the finale of The Golden Bachelor to talk about. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see what he does. Even though I don't watch the show. I'm curious. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait to see what he does either because one girl he's like telling like you're my girl and like this other girl he like seems like he's like really into too. So it's I mean I think he loves both of them. So I'm not I don't know what he's gonna do. I don't know if he's gonna propose. Do they just like try to date? I I don't know. But I also think that maybe there's a reason why there are no spoilers. Oh, there are no spoilers for the show. There is spoilers, but only up until the final three. Oh, okay. What if he chooses his dead wife? Like, I this this experience made me realize I don't want to move on. I don't know. Oh my gosh, I don't know. <laughs> that would be so funny. I doubt that, but he's going to choose one of these two. But I'm excited for that. I'm excited for them to potentially announce a Golden Bachelorette. I think that it needs to come. I think it will come. Um... I don't know. I mean, yeah, whatever they can do for to bring bring some of them back to. I mean, Golden Paradise seems a little off, but actually, I heard um somebody Wells I think talking about it, um, and he was saying he thinks they should do it, but they should do it in like Scottsdale or Florida, or, like at like some like retirement type. Oh, that's perfect. That's so <laughs> cute. That actually is perfect, and make it like a retirement community. Yeah, where yeah. they like pickleball and shuffleboard and yes and I love that that's that would be so cute people would love that I think they really would too that's so funny all right well um do you have any final thoughts on anything no that's all okay okay well thank you everyone so much for tuning in and we will see you soon